Podcasting from Hartford, you're listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast, your place for all things Connecticut sports. And here is your host, Jared Cutler. Okay, we've got some games to talk about. We've been doing some preseason stuff, and now we've got some actual basketball to talk about. So, Alex, welcome back uh, to the podcast. Thank you once again. Thank you. So I know I said we've got a lot of basketball to talk about, but I'm going to start with something non-basketball related. I know uh, know you recently had a big birthday. How how was the birthday? (laughs) It was a lot of fun. Of course, got the best present in a win, so I got to plan my birthday. And then um, it was good. Went out to eat with my family after. And um, it was a fun night. It was good. It was good. I, I know uh, you and AZ share a birthday. So I think we got like the best shooters uh, on the team sharing birthday. Is it just something in the water on uh, November 11th there? I think so. We were talking about it. You know, do you want to have a kid that could, you know, be a shooter in basketball? <laughs> Not on November 11th. But um, no, it's super cool sharing a birthday with her. And um, yeah, it was awesome. So take me through what the you know past you know week and a half has been like getting these first three games uh, under your belt. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I think just the excitement to get out there in front of the fans again, just the excitement for the season to start going with the games. Um, it's been super fun. It's you know it's been definitely been a learning experience for us. We're learning a lot throughout each game, and you know just striving to get better, especially before this coming Sunday against a very good Indiana team. I think as you go through these first few games here, you mentioned learning a lot about yourself. What's impressed you the most about this team so far at this point through these first few games? Yeah, I think it's really just the offensive ability of our team. I think that's really just been it's it hasn't been a surprise, but I think when it's out there, just, you know, you could just see how deadly it could be just from, you know, any given night, anybody could beat you. It could be one person's night. It could be another person's or we could just have multiple guys go off. So I think the offensive power of this team could be super scary. As you played through the, these first few games here, has there been something that stood out to you as like a key area that you, you want to work on as you're kind of getting through this early part of the season? Yeah, I think it's the defense event. I think we just need to get better defensively, rebound at a better rate. But um, I definitely think if we could focus more on the defensive side and rebound. I think that really puts us on a whole nother level, especially with, how good our offense has looked so far. If we could get that, the defensive side of it and just really lock in and, you know, get possessions after possessions with defensive stops, they'll really take it to another level. I know in some of these early games, I mean, part of the reason that that you're playing some of these, you know, to continue to build that chemistry, but also to get to kind of face some different types of defenses that you might see throughout the year. What what have you, you know, experienced going up against these first three games and, and what have you seen so far? Yeah, against NAU, they're pretty much just a man-to-man team. So it was good to get those sets under and just, you know, work on some man-to-man actions. So then, you know, Stonehill, Mississippi Valley, they both did a lot of zone. So, you know, we had to work on the zone. We're got, we got to get better at it. But um, just working against sets against the zone was super helpful for us. And then um, the pressure as well. I mean, Stonehill and Mississippi Valley, they both pressed us. So, um just working against pressure too. So we really saw, you know, zone press and man, all three types that we'll definitely see in the Big East play and um, non-conference play in the future. So it was good to get those under our belt. So one thing that obviously was one of the thing key takeaways that came out of, out of last night's game against Mississippi Valley State was that Steph's dealing with a bit of an injury. What impressed you about this team and guys being able to step up when, when a guy, you know, who's part of the starting rotation there isn't able to suit up that night? 
Yeah, it's next man up. And, you know, coach, the way that coach runs practices and the way the coach and staff really emphasizes and like you know, the intensity and just really how, how much they demand out of us every day. You know, who solo, I mean, he was the next guy up in the starting yeah. lineup for us. So he was ready to go. And, um, you know, just um, always being ready to get whenever your name's called because everyone on this team provides so much value to where if someone does go down, we just got to be able to step in and, you know, fill the void that Steph provides for us every night. Yeah, I know Steph's a, a freshman, but Solo is as well. In I mean, you you had to step into a starting role there as a freshman in your first year there. So what was it like seeing a player like him, you know, have to step up? And have you given him some advice and kind of dealing with, you know, making that next step and being part of that starting rotation? Yeah, definitely. I talked to him, you know, just get his confidence going, just, you know, just do what you normally do out there. I mean, nothing changes whether you come off the bench or start and, you know, you just got to provide value and, um, you know, just making sure he has that confidence out there. I mean, when you do start as a freshman, your first game, it's definitely exciting and, you know, you get a boost of adrenaline going. So you just try to stay calm, stay in the moment and really, you know, just trust your skills, trust your confidence and really, you know, you're, you know, coach Hurley recruited you. He's out there for a reason, you know, he trusts you. So, just really just having, you know, just really staying true to your skills. I know Cam had, had come out and said, you know, the first couple of games he wasn't shooting quite as he had, uh, you know, n- knows the level that he could shoot at. Um, what were your thoughts seeing him kind of go off last night and, you know, really start to put things together there? I was so happy for him. I mean, he's he's the best shooter on the team. I'll tell him that. And, um, you know, seven for 11 from three is insane. And, um, you know, I mean, he deserves it. I mean, the amount of work that he puts in, just his approach every day towards basketball, just his approach towards life, everything, really. He's just so basketball-focused and so competitive to where, you know, one of those games was bound to happen for him. And, you know, I wasn't surprised when he was making all those shots. I was just so happy for him. And, you know, he he deserves it. I mean, there's nothing else to really say. He just deserves it. I'm going to take a quick break from the interview to tell you about my friends at Martin Rosal's Meats. This fourth-generation Connecticut family business produces kielbasa, hot dogs, sausages, and deli meats using Martin Rosal's very own original recipes. Their products can be found in grocery stores, delis, restaurants, and hot dog stands throughout the state. And if you're looking for your fill right away, check out their retail store in New Britain. For more information, visit martinrosalsinc.com and go support a UConn fan-owned business. And now, back to the interview. I, I think one thing that's always kind of cool to watch in these early season games is, you know, as the coaching staff is trying to mix and match, you know, the lineups a bit, you know, throwing some different, you know, guys out there. How's it been for you getting to play with some of these guys in different situations? And what do you learn about, you know, the team and playing with different types of lineups out there? Yeah, it's awesome. I think, you know, just to go out there with different lineups, it definitely helps us a lot just for moving forward when we do play the better teams to see which lineups work, which lineups don't, you know, which lineups are better offensively or which lineups are better defensively. So it's definitely super helpful. It's definitely, you know, helps us learn just to play off each other in different positions on the court. And then, um, you know, just the coaches, especially just see what they like and what they don't like. As you went through the preseason with this team, I know there were, there were high expectations. Um, and you talked about the team being a, at a good point. Are, are you, you feel like at this point so far, you know, you've kind of lived up to the expectations that you had for yourselves, you know, heading into the season? Honestly, um, as of right now, I don't think so. I think we have way more. I think we could do way more. I know 3-0, and of course, is obviously what we want, but I think we could have played so much better in all three of the games. So 
really um we know how high the expectations are and i don't think we've met those yet so i know the coaching staff is going to be hard on us during the practices and they'll really just get us going for indiana so um yeah but i know the guys too especially we know we could be better so we're just you know just excited to get out there and work again i think you put up a career high it was in the opener uh <laughs> against uh na you had a feel to go out there first game of the year and really kind of show hey like uh here, here's what i'm i'm here to do this year it was amazing just the adrenaline just to get out there play again you know coach russo on the sidelines too it was, it was nice to see him and um it was so much fun out there especially in gamble too it was just electric the banner all that stuff and it was a special night you know of course first game of the year so you know it's just yeah. the energy was through the roof a- a- any chirping with uh coach russo uh down the sideline uh during that game <laughs> after the game after the game i told him to get me eat joy that's my favorite <laughs> spot around campus but I-, I will not talk to him before or after the game <laughs> I, I saw you guys like let him in the huddle though, uh, like during the the banner ceremony. So at least uh, you, you guys let him take part in that moment. Oh, of course, he deserved it. As you've um, you know move on from these first few games here, in the competition level starts to step up a little bit. How excited are you to get to you know get on that big bigger stage at, at MSG and you get Indiana and then you know possibly Texas or Louisville depending on uh, who wins that game. Yeah, super excited. I mean, you always look forward to playing against the bigger level teams, and Indiana is definitely a high major team, a high level team. And then Texas or Louisville as well is the same. So, um, and it just makes it better. We're playing in MSG. I mean, just playing in that arena is special. It's the most famous arena, and um, yeah, it's just you know, it's always a, it's just a, such a fun environment to play in. So, no matter who you play in MSG, it's just going to be a great game, and it's always just going to be super high level. I know it's not quite a, a road environment, but, you know, for the first time you guys leave campus for games, you know, get to go through that. What, what, what's that like for you getting to kind of go back into one of these tournament type settings? I love it. I love it. I love when we get to play off campus and, you know, in a different venue. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's super exciting. I think the tournament just to, you know, get those competitive juices again, just those, you know, reminders like what's going to happen in March what's going to happen during the Big East tournament just you know get used to you know winning a tournament winning a championship and get a small taste of you know winning the Empire State Classic and then you know realizing that there could be so many bigger opportunities to win bigger tournaments. When you look at the college basketball landscape I know you know fans go into some of these games you know maybe these first three thinking you know that they should be relatively easy wins for you guys but we've seen teams get upset early this you know, college basketball season. Is that something that's in the, the back of everyone's minds, knowing like, hey, anyone can win on any given night here? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, these teams are talented at the end of the day. They're D1 programs, and, you know, they're not going to back down. They're not going to come into, you know, our gym thinking that they're going to lose. They're going to give us their best shot. And, um, you know, it's definitely, definitely, um, there's definitely is a chance that we could lose. But, you know, we're not thinking about that at all. We know we know we're going to win going into every game and we know that we're going to put on our best show and, you know, just going out there and just competing and just having that mindset to where we got to, you know, just produce at the highest level. We talked about your career high in that, that opener yesterday was the game. You had to deal with a little bit of adversity being in some foul trouble, uh, some questionable ones there. Uh, I'll say that. So you don't have to, um, but what was it like, you know, playing through a game when you know, you're, you've got some, some foul trouble there. It was tough. It was super hard. I think I I'll admit I did commit stupid fouls, and you know it's I've been 
I've been kicking myself for it. I watched some of the film and I just been, I, I couldn't sleep last night just thinking about some of those foul calls, but it's super tough, especially as I hate just sitting on the sideline watching, you know, just, I just want to get out there and hope the team, hope the team wins. So it's frustrating, but at the same time, if I'm doing on the bench, I got to use my voice more. I got to, you know, encourage my teammates, give them confidence, tell them what I see out there from the sideline and really just, you know, provide a different role while I'm out, you know, with foul trouble, which will, won't happen again. I, I can't commit those stupid fouls again, but still, um, you know, just help the team out in any way. Because we had a lot of freshmen out there just trying to help them out and, you know, make it easier for them out on the court, even from from the sideline. All right. So I know last week or last episode, I threw the hot take question at you. You threw it back <laughs> at me. I didn't have any that I could think of. So we threw it out there online. So I'm going to go through some of the ones that came in there and we'll, we'll get some of your reactions to them. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So the first one that came through and I, I think is evident by, you know, possibly by that nice uh, alley-oop he threw down yesterday. And that was Samson as a six man of the year candidate. Thoughts on that? I agree with that. I don't know how hot of a take that's going to be, but I definitely think he's definitely a top two candidate for that. I wouldn't be surprised. This one, uh, uh, deals with your roommate here, and, and it's that Donovan becomes a serious three point threat. So, as, as a shooter, are you seeing him as a serious three point shot? Um, the form is good, and the, you know, his mechanic towards it are good. It's just, I think once he gets that first one down in a game, I think his confidence is going to really go up. And then, you know, we could see it happen. So, you know, obviously, we want it to happen, but you know, it's got to take it game by game with that. I, I, I like this one, and uh. All five starters will have a game with at least five assists. Ooh, I definitely think that's possible. Yeah. I like that. One. That's definitely possible. I think all five of us are super unselfish players, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. That's, that a, that's what I was thinking. I thought, like for a, for a hot take, I mean, it, it's definitely got some level of spiciness to it, but it's at least a, a reasonable yeah. one there. Very definitely reasonable. So. uh we uh, we saw some minutes for him yesterday, and that was that uh, Apostolos is going to get some big minutes throughout the season. And what were your thoughts on, on seeing him out there yesterday? I loved it. His his personality and just you know he provides a lot of pop out there, and just he's super energetic and just really likes to get the team going. So you know he definitely made a big impact when he was out there. So um, he really got us going again. So I I mean I loved it. I loved what he did out there. I was just super happy to see him out there. So uh, this one goes back to Donovan, and we've seen a couple flirtations from other guys this year with a triple-double, and this one was that Donovan's going to end up with the first triple-double on the team this year. Really? I think this is definitely a possibility. I'm going to go with Tristan or Steph. I think one of those two. Uh, Tristan's done it before. Steph Steph was pretty close against Stonehill, so yeah. um, I'm going to say one of those two could get it. All right. Uh that's a, some fun hot takes there. Not not too juicy <laughs> there. Definitely no. They were uh, good. The fifth state in the union, but the first state in our hearts. The state of Connecticut has a long and storied history of success on and off the athletic fields. And Twenty Two Threads is your go-to apparel brand for all things CT. Visit the Twenty Two Threads website at www.22threads.com to shop their stores and blue-collar football apparel collections now. 10% of each item sold is donated to a local Connecticut nonprofit organization. Look good, do good, because you love CT. All right. So we, we've got, got some other questions that came in here. Um, 
And a lot surprisingly, I'm not sure what was going on with everyone, but a lot of them about like favorite foods for you. So or if you like, so so we'll go through some of these and uh, see if you get a favorite dairy bar ice cream flavor. Ooh, Cam and I went there. He was the first one. I've been here for like a year and a half and Cam took me for the first time this year. So it was my first time. You ever went to dairy bar last year? Never. I don't know why I never did, but I went with Cam and um. I got the black. I always like black raspberry, so I got okay. the black raspberry. Then um, I like the chocolate peanut butter one. That one okay. was a good for me too. Oh, choices. Um, these are just like two completely random foods that I don't know why, but I figured I'll throw them at you. I people ask, I'll do the asking. <laughs> do you like pickles? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> if you like mayo. Some days I do. Some days I don't. It's weird with me. All right, so I think Big Larry might be like somewhat satisfied with that answer. Um, <laughs> Does he? He likes it. You no, know, he hates mayo. So uh, hates mayo? Okay. yeah, I don't know. That's a, a big thing he's been taking out on lately. So, um, <laughs> um, as you head into New York City, uh, I know the team spends has spent a lot of time in New York. Favorite thing to do in the city? Go to Times Square. I oh. love Times Square. Just seeing, just seeing the city, just seeing the lights. Just walking around New York City, I love it. So, um, yeah, definitely Times Square. Or eating at a steakhouse with the team before the game. Steakhouses are, they're elite out there. Do you you have, like, a preferred type of steak to get? I always get, like, a filet. So, um, I definitely get a filet. Yeah, and I mean, you guys are going to be in New York at a fun time of year when you get there around the holidays between what we've got coming up and then the the UNC game. It's always, always fun to be in the city in November, December time frame uh, really gets all lit up, which is nice. <laughs> um, now this is back to food. Favorite Thanksgiving food, because we are coming up on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving food, mac and cheese. I love mac and cheese. That's it's definitely up there. Very good. Very good choice there. Um, outside of yourself, if you guys needed a three, you know, in the final minute of the game, who do you want taking the shot? Gotta be Cam after what he did yesterday. Seven threes. Gotta be him. All right. So this one came up. Uh so they've started compiling some nicknames for you around Caravan. Oh wow. Okay. So, <laughs> throw a couple at you. I actually I like this one. Um when you come on the podcast, they're calling it Carabanter. I kind of like that. That's a solid one. Um solid one. let's see what else we have. Uh I know there was the the caravan, but now they're calling it the caravan wagon. Do you like that one? <laughs> I do like that one a lot. I love right. that one actually. <laughs> um, when, when the team wins uh, another title, they're calling it a caravaner. You like that? Oh, I like that one actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see what else do we have here? Uh, when you go off in a game, a, a carabonanza. I kind of like that. All right. I if I hear that a couple more times, I might start to like it. But um, first, I was I was kind of surprised by that one at first. All right, but we I mean they're they're compiling some like there's a there's a spreadsheet out there on on UConn social media, so you have to go take a look and and see all the nicknames. But I had to throw a few of them at least at you. Creative. That all three of them are definitely creative. I like them. All, all three. Right. Of them are creative. All right. Um, let's see what else we've got here. Um message to the fan base kind of as you you go through this next stretch of games here uh you know heading into this tournament and then you know a few more home games uh in the nine conference yeah i'll just say just to continue to support us we're going to continue to get better every day we want to get better every day we want to you know continue to improve just to 
continue to play at the highest level and um you know we're starving for that every day we're trying to get better every day and you know just the support from you guys it means everything to us just showing up to games just giving the energy and really we really play off your guys's energy when we get to the games and you know we love the chance we love all that so um you know we can we thank you guys for the support thank you guys for everything um you know we're going to continue to strive and you know get number six so we just want to continue to get better and that's what we'll promise you and just continue to support us so yeah I feel like the uh, I feel like the crowds too have been particularly strong so far this year like these buildings have been packed no definitely we got to continue with that so um they definitely have been packed and I've been loving it and you know our team needs it too yeah no I mean I've, I've been around like you used to get some of these like early November games where it's like a, a modest crowd but uh some big crowds uh of late which uh, is well deserved and you guys are uh yeah, well deserving of that so alex uh appreciate the time as always we'll talk after uh after the empire and uh got a game on black friday this year too <laughs> let's go <laughs> is it like it's it's like a, it's a friday at two o'clock have you ever played a game like in the middle of the afternoon on a weekday before not on a weekday never never yeah. unless it was like thanksgiving break or christmas break but never on a weekday. yeah that, that'll be an interesting one so uh, <laughs> uh yeah no you'll, you'll get that to uh don't eat too much turkey on that thursday so i will <laughs> be good shape for friday <laughs> let's go <laughs> i'll be good <laughs> alex as always thanks so much uh, and we'll talk again soon sounds good thank you thanks for listening to the connecticut scoreboard podcast with jared cutler if you like the show and want to know more, check out the podcast on Twitter at CT Scoreboard Pod, the host at Jared Kotler, and find us on Facebook at the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast. Finally, if you enjoy what you're listening to, rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks again for listening.